Good morning and welcome to worship here at St. John's Lutheran Church in Alexandria, Virginia. I'm Pastor Braun Campbell. Hi, I'm Pastor Jack Meehan. And we're glad to have you with us today. You can go to our website at sjlc.com live and download worship bulletins for this week so you can follow along with the service and join in the singing. Joining us off camera are Jennifer Hills, our Director of Youth and Christian Education. She's also moderating our uh, Facebook connection, so if you do have questions or uh, things during the service, you're welcome to do that. If you're joining us live online now, you're welcome to uh, join in and say hello in the chat so that we might see the rest of our congregation, our family of faith here at St. John's mm -hmm. uh, participating in worship together. So that's all there. Uh, Susan Gobine, our Director of Music, and her husband Jurgen have provided the music for today, so they are with us virtually. We give thanks to God for that gift of music enriching our worship life. Our service follows the order of morning prayer. If you don't have that bulletin in front of you, we'll still be uh, going along through the service and we'll put out the, uh, the readings as well as we go through. So if you have your Bible at the ready, uh, you'll be able to use that as we go through the readings today too. So as we come together as the people of God, we join in the Easter acclamation, Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen, risen indeed. indeed, Alleluia. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. O Lord, open my lips, and my and mouth, mouth shall declare your praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life, O come, o come, let, let us, us worship, worship him. O come, let us, let us sing, sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hand formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Glory, Glory be to the Father, and, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The psalm appointed for today, the second Sunday of Easter, is Psalm 148. This is printed in the online worship bulletin for today. We will speak it responsibly. Uh, you at home are invited to speak those parts marked C that are in bold. And if you don't have that online bulletin but do have your Bible, we'll speak this from Psalm 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise, Praise him, him, all his, his angels. angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. And he established them forever and ever. He gave a decree, and it shall not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all deeps. Fire and hail, snow and mist, 
stormy wind fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, beasts and all livestock, creeping things and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and maidens together, old men and children, let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted, his majesty is above earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people, praise for all his saints, for the people of Israel who are near to him, praise the Lord. Let us pray. Almighty God, grant that we who have celebrated the Lord's resurrection may by your grace confess in our life and conversation that Jesus is Lord and God. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We join in singing the hymn of Easter, Christ the Lord is risen today. scripture reading for this day, the second Sunday of Easter, is found in the New Testament, the book of Acts, chapter 5. Note that during the Easter season, the first reading is not from the Old Testament, where we usually find that first reading. In Easter, they are in the book of the Acts of the Apostles, 
And so that reading for today, Acts chapter 5, verses 29 through 42. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law held in honor by all the people, stood up and gave orders to put the men outside for a little while. And he said to them, Men of Israel, take care what you are about to do with these men. For before these days, Theudas rose up, claiming to be somebody, and a number of men, about four hundred, joined him. He was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean rose up in the days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished, and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan or this undertaking is of man, it will fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. So they took his advice. And when they had called in the apostles, they beat them and charged them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Then they left the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. And every day, in the temple and from house to house, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. And our epistle reading for this second Sunday of Easter is from the first epistle of Peter. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 9. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result 
in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. The gospel reading today comes to us from St. John, the 20th chapter. It also includes our memory passage for the week. So you're welcome to join in in reading verse 31 when we come to it in the reading today. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven. If you withhold forgiveness from anyone, it is withheld. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails, and place my finger into the mark of the nails, and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But, but these, these are, are written, so, so that, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that, and that by believing you may have life in his name. In many and various ways God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. But now, now in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our risen reigning and returning Savior, Jesus Christ, who has brought life and immortality to life. Amen. Today on this second Sunday of Easter, the message is based on that gospel reading, which you heard read just now from John chapter 20. So I hope this finds you holding up well in the midst of the coronavirus, staying healthy, making the best of life under stay-at-home orders. Of course, we all look forward to the day when we will once again be able to come together in person to worship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. That said, some of you have been honest enough to admit what we've all been thinking, namely worshiping in our pajamas with coffee in hand has been pretty nice. <laughs> No argument here. Believe me, if I thought I could pull this off, I'd be doing the same thing right here now on Facebook Live. 
However, the thought of you all seeing the pastor in his PJs while preaching a sermon just kind of sounds like a bad dream, so we'll stick with what works here. In the many emails that uh, came my way this last week was one, this from a fellow pastor who said, Easter is now over. Not true. And I can't believe that he said that. But Easter, the celebration of Jesus' resurrection, victory over sin and death and the grave, is not a one-day event that's done and over with at sundown on Easter Sunday. Easter is an entire season that is 50 days long. The enormity, the magnitude of what Jesus has done in rising from the dead reshapes and reorders all of life. Jesus' resurrection marks the beginning of a new creation. So the hurry, the frenetic lives that most of us lead, balancing the demands of home and family, of work and school, of traffic commutes, and much more on a daily basis, all this right now has given way to something that is very different indeed. We now have the luxury of time on our hands, or at least time in a different way. And so because of this, there may well be a blessing in disguise right now. The blessing because of that time to go deeper in faith, in gratitude, in thanksgiving, for Jesus' Easter victory as we delve into the gospel accounts of Jesus rising from the dead and what scripture has to say about all of this. So today, on this second Sunday of Easter, we hear of Jesus' resurrection appearance to the disciples and of Thomas, whose doubt and disbelief was transformed into vibrant faith. The message for today, based on that gospel lesson, is entitled, Not Seeing is Believing. May the Lord's rich and abundant blessing rest upon the preaching, the hearing, and the living of his word for Jesus' sake. The gospel lesson for this day, the second Sunday of Easter, is the same year in and year out. It is what we heard today from John chapter 20, that post-resurrection account of Jesus appearing to his frightened and fearful disciples and of Thomas and his refusal to believe their witness and how Jesus came to them and Thomas as well. Well, the original doubting Thomas may have lived some 2,000 years ago, but there are plenty of doubting Thomases around today. And we are living with the reality of doubt and disbelief in our lives today. There were many in our nation who thought this whole coronavirus thing was a hoax. They steadfastly refused to believe what scientists and medical experts had warned could happen until it did happen. And so a delayed response has meant that we have been scurrying to play catch-up even as the disease has spread farther and faster than anyone thought possible. Thankfully, 
that curve does not seem to be climbing as steeply as it previously was, which means that the social distancing, the staying at home, is working. And even now, we're not sure when all of this will be over yet. It's easy to believe when there is incontrovertible evidence right there in front of you. It's not so easy to believe when that evidence is lacking, even when the evidence comes from people we know and trust. And so it was with Thomas. On that first Easter evening, Jesus appeared to the disciples who were behind locked doors, who were fearful. And that sounds a lot like us today, behind locked doors, living with a great deal of anxiety and fear right now. And Jesus himself then comes into their midst. And the first words out of his mouth were not words of condemnation, but words of blessing. Peace be with you. And I believe that's the complete opposite of what the disciples were expecting. They had all turned tail and run. They have fled from Jesus. When the going got tough, they got going. And so they were expecting, I believe, to be rebuked, to be reprimanded. But that's not what Jesus did. No condemnation, but blessing. This is a mini Pentecost moment as the risen Savior breathes on those disciples and says, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. And even in his glorified, resurrected body, Jesus still retains the wounds from his crucifixion. And this is how the disciples know that it really, truly is Jesus. But one disciple is missing, Thomas. He was not there to see Jesus. He was not there to hear Jesus. And because he wasn't there to see or hear for himself, he refused to believe. Unless I see in his hand the mark of the nails and place my finger into the mark of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Thomas drew his line in the sand. But Jesus has a way of stepping over the lines and boundaries that we have set. Eight days later, the disciples were once again behind closed and locked doors. And once again, Jesus comes into their midst. Once again, Jesus utters those same words of shalom, blessing, peace be with you. And this time, Thomas was there. As the old saying goes, be careful what you ask for, because you might just get it. Thomas got what he asked for, even though he did not ask in faith, but in stubborn unbelief. 
Nevertheless, Jesus graciously accommodated Thomas' request, even though it was rooted in doubt and disbelief. Jesus challenged Thomas to put his finger into Jesus' nail-pierced hands, place his hand into that spear wound in his side. Now we often assume that Thomas actually did this, placing his fingers into Jesus' wounds, his hand into his side, but scripture does not tell us for certain whether Thomas actually did that or not. What is recorded is Thomas' exclamation of faith in Jesus, my Lord and my God. Very little, if anything, has changed in our human nature over the millennia since Jesus' resurrection on that first Easter morning. We live in a highly skeptical age today, filled with a great deal of doubt and disbelief. And if we are honest with ourselves, we willingly subscribe to the I'll believe it when I see it mindset. And we often wear that doubt and suspicion, that skepticism like a badge of honor. But is there room in our skeptical lives for believing what we do not see and what we cannot touch? That's Jesus' call to each one of us today. Jesus doesn't praise Thomas for his doubt, but he says this, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. For all who have not seen Jesus with their own eyes, for all who have not been able to put their fingers into the mark of the nails, for all who walk by faith, not by sight, and that is you and me. We are blessed. It is as Peter the Apostle writes in today's epistle lesson, though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. For Thomas and for each one of us, faith is the assurance of things hoped for. It is the conviction of things not seen. As the writer in the book of Hebrews tells us, faith is holding on in the midst of trial and tribulation. Faith is remaining steadfast, immovable, abounding in faith, persevering, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, who is risen from the dead, who lives and reigns to all eternity. Those closing words of today's gospel reading are really the sum of what John's account of Jesus' life and ministry, his death and resurrection are all about. 
Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written, so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. May our not seeing, our walking by faith, abound more and more for deeper and stronger faith in Jesus that we may indeed have life in his name. May God make it so for Jesus' sake. Amen. And the God of peace sanctify you wholly, your spirit, your soul, your body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Amen. I invite you now to join your heart and voice in a musical setting of the gospel lesson for today. It is a hymn for Easter entitled, O Sons and Daughters of the King. It's a whole bunch of verses. We're only going to sing uh, a select portion of them. And it's found in today's worship bulletin online, O Sons and Daughters of the King.
Thank you for joining us today for this online worship service. Thank you also for all of you who have continued to support St. John's through your tithes and offerings in this time, especially needful as we face the challenges in the world around us. So if you would like to do uh, any online giving, you can go to sjlc.com give, and that'll take you to our secure portal page through uh, Church Community Builder, where you can make your contribution there. You can also feel free to send in your offering envelope here to the church office. We do have a, uh, a essential key staff available on site to receive that mail, so that will get processed. Uh, you're also welcome to, if you come by for a communion, for one of our communion appointments, uh, to bring by your check then and leave that at the church office. If you'd like to sign up for a Holy Communion reservation, you're welcome to go onto our website as well, St. John's, uh, sglc.com, and through the information on the page, you can make a request for one of those communion slots during the weekday or on Sunday morning as well. So with that, uh, we do have other online offerings that are going to be coming up, opportunities to gather together as God's people. One of those is going to be on Tuesday, uh, starting this week, we have a new opportunity called Tuesdays at 2 o'clock, where we'll be gathering for a Bible study of the book of Acts, going a chapter at a time. So with uh, the pastors, with Jennifer, our uh, Director of Youth and Christian Education, uh, we'll be on Facebook Live. You can find that link also uh, through St. John's webpage, sglc.com slash live, and click in the link there to see the live videos, Tuesdays at 2. So you can put in your questions as well as we go through the book of Acts together as God's people in this season of Easter. Uh, next opportunity for gathering is a midday prayer. That's going to be taking place on Wednesdays at noon. So that'll be done uh, with a different platform. You're welcome to contact the church office. Uh, you can give us a call at 703-971-2210 or email us at office at sglc.com and we'll get back to you with the connection information for that. So that'll be Wednesdays at noon each week. We'll gather for midday prayer. Finally, uh, this is a little bit of a, a personal note here, but I want to thank everybody for their continued prayer and support, the words of affirmation that uh, my family and I have received as we've deliberated the calls in front of us. So we've now visited the congregation in La Plata, Maryland at Grace Lutheran Church and School. Uh, just this past weekend, we were able to get out for just a quick visit, my wife and I, to see the, uh, the actual campus uh, there. So uh, now that we've completed both of our visits, talked with leaders and members of the congregations, we're hoping to be able to uh, deliberate uh, this week and announce a decision, hopefully by next weekend. So more information will be coming out on that to the congregation at large and next week as we gather for worship. With that, everything else, uh, you're welcome to go to our website, sglc.com, again, find out more information about things that are available. And uh, this week in the midweek update, we'll have more updates on uh, life together here at St. John's. But as we continue with the worship service today, we do so entering into the canticle by joining together in the Benedictus, blessing God the Lord. Blessed be, be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. 
You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. And the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high, shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be, be to, to the, the Father, Father, and to, to the, the Son, and, and to, to the, the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Together we join in prayer. Heavenly Father, you alone determine our days. Give consolation to those whose plans have been turned to disappointment, and bring stillness to those adrift in uncertainty. Gently reprove us when our pride leads us to turn away from you. Create in us new hearts fixed firmly in your mercy, which is constant, your salvation won for us in Christ, which is certain, and the hope of eternal life you have prepared for us, which does not disappoint. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Almighty God, Heavenly Father, give us grace to trust you during this time of illness and distress. In mercy, Put an end to the pandemic that afflicts us. Grant relief to those who suffer, and comfort all who mourn. Sustain all medical personnel in their labors, and cause your people ever to serve you in righteousness and holiness. Hear us, O God. Your, your mercy, mercy is great. Guardian of our souls, we thank you for your care and protection for us sheep of your flock. Bless with healing, we pray, those we remember before you today especially Andre recovering from hip surgery, and Sharon's cousin Norman in Atlanta, diagnosed with COVID-19. Restore them to health and wholeness in your good time, and strengthen them while their need remains. Hear us, O God. Your, your mercy, mercy is great. God of all might and wisdom, give to all political, civil, and medical authorities the gifts of prudence, clarity, moderation, and a spirit of cooperation that every word and action they take may be judicious and effective for the benefit of their people. Preserve their bodies and minds. Give them due humility in their offices. Make them honorable in their work, that with joy we may honor them in ours for the sake of conscience and the good of our neighbor. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Gracious Heavenly Father, from whom all fatherhood is named, grant peace and safety to the homes of your people. Make the heads of every household diligent in their task to teach their family and enable them for this duty. Hear the prayers of those who call to you in every need. Let love and patience rule between husbands and wives, parents and children. And as we have received forgiveness of all sins in Christ, so let the word of forgiveness bind together the members of every Christian home. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Holy Father, you call us to a greater hope than Thomas the disciple, for you have given us faith without seeing. In these days when the reality of death is breaking illusions of security, we commend into your care all those who have died in Christ, confident that you will raise them up with us into new life on that last day. Give your peace, we pray, to all those who grieve the loss of loved ones. Convert those who do not know you through your Son, that they too may find solace in your presence. Hear us, O God. Your, Your mercy, mercy is great. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. 
defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our, our Father, who, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you. Amen. Amen. We join in our sending hymn reflecting the gospel reading for today. We walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you. 